This is Wholesaling Houses Elite, the no fluff and BS podcast with tips and tricks to help you become an elite wholesaler. Our guest will spill the beans on what it takes to be the best. Welcome Wholesaling Elite members. It's Max Maxwell. Welcome to another podcast. And here this time it's special because one, I'm not in my studio. I'm not even in North Carolina. I'm actually in Roseburg, Oregon, and we just wrapped up a carrot camp, and they had this cool studio right here. And guess who happens to be here along with me, a fellow North Carolinian, the Chief Arian Nez. How you doing, Adrian? Good, dude. Thanks for having me. And that's so ironic. We are in Oregon. We both live in North Carolina. Some crazy stuff going on there, but um, yeah, it's been a good time just uh, being away from home, being out of our normal environment. I never see you when I'm in North Carolina. We only see each other on the road. That is the crazy part. We're what two hours away, and uh, and I'm guilty of it. I we're both guilty of yeah, it. Yeah. So, but uh, either way, it's awesome to, to be here with you, and uh, always excited to uh, be around you. I will say, you stretch my mind. You've done that in the last couple of days. <laughs> you know, wh- whatever opportunity I, I, I get with someone like Max, um, I utilize that opportunity. Pick his brain. I know we had to drive up here from the airport, mm-hmm. and uh, you knew I was asking some questions, and uh, it is what it is, I guess, and that's where we get to where we are, and it's who you associate your, yourself with. Yeah. I think it's a big deal. So. And we're going to get to drive back to the airport, so that's another good conversation yeah. we're going to get to have. But Adrian, a lot of people know you from Carrot. Yep. You are like the uh, the weekly coaching call guy. You give these people strategies on how to best make make their, uh, their Carrot website, and if you guys don't know what Carrot is, check out on Carrot.com. Check that out because it's a cool website. I've been using it. Actually, I checked it today. I'm actually a two-year member as of today. You guys know I've been in the business for two years. My first deal <clears throat> is uh, literally about 10, 15 days away, two-year anniversary for my first yeah. deal. So anyways, you know, my podcast doesn't have much structure. I just like to talk about things that I uh, about you and then kind of how we can help out yep. the audience. And a lot of people that listen to the Wholesaling Leap podcast are new people. So tell me a little bit, right? Like people know that you're a wholesaler yourself, yeah. right? And yeah. you you actually do virtual, right? Right. What markets? Uh, so I'm in the uh, Pennsylvania market. Also, I'm also in the Ohio market, and uh, yeah. So kind of my story and the reason why that worked out that way is uh, when I first got started in this business, I was actually in little rinky dink. I don't, well, rinky dink. I don't know what sounds disrespectful. Small town, but small town, West Virginia, and. Um, yeah, so I just didn't really have a market in my own backyard. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, now I still did deals, kind of what we refer to as hotel deals. Yeah. But I just didn't really have those type of margins to do local deals, local mm-hmm. wholesaling. So I started my local marketing. I kind of used that market as a way to practice. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a very practical guy. I feel like, you know, when you get your feet wet, you begin to go deeper and deeper. And that's how you learn, right? Yeah. Just taking action. So, but with through all that, it's kind of interesting. The way virtual wholesaling came about was actually through a bet. So I was actually um, dominating the West Virginia market, you know, mm-hmm. a l- little nice badge on my belt. But somebody said, ah, he's, you know, you're only dominating that market because it's small. Yeah. And, and, and I said, you know what? You tell me what metropolitan market you want me to go into. I will duplicate the very thing that What I made you here. so confident that you could say that and actually go out and do it? Well, part of it probably didn't know any better. Um, <laughs> but uh, a lot like you, I, I think it's just kind of, Maybe a sense of pride, mm-hmm. you know, because you know what you're doing works. I'm the best. You have data, you have experience to back you up. And mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to just do stuff like that and just mm-hmm. off the cuff, accept a challenge. And a lot yeah. of times when we back ourselves against a wall or someone else puts our back against a wall, it's amazing what we can accomplish. It is. And uh, and I'm so glad I took that uh, challenge because if I hadn't, I really don't know what, what, what I would have done because that really took me out of my comfort zone. Yeah. 
but I believed in my skills and my ability. And uh, so anyways, you uh, took the challenge. What happened? Took challenge. So about a year later, start ranking very well in this market. Pittsburgh, actually, if you want to. When you uh, say ranking, because you got you to scale it back a little bit, because remember yeah. these, everybody's, uh, what do you my mean bad. ranking? What do you, what are you, a top 10, uh, what? What my specialty is SEO or online marketing. So just SEO a, is what? Uh, search engine optimization. Which okay. means? Uh, so basically what my approach to marketing, because remember guys, you're in the marketing business, right? And, and there's, more, there's many ways to market in what we do. I chose the path of online marketing. So mm -hmm. my primary tool is a website. So that's where Investor Carrot comes in that we talked about earlier. The way I look at it is my, my website is my hub. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, how do I get people to my hub? I got to create a road. I got to create a channel, right? So for me, it was Google. I'm very logical and very analytical. So uh, when I thought about it was, okay, how can I get people coming to me? Because back then, maybe five years ago, it, there was such an old school mentality of direct mail, banded signs. And, and I don't want that, mm -hmm. right? Um, and nothing wrong with and that. And you couldn't put out banded signs. You were across the country. It, it, exactly. And it just didn't make sense. And I'll be honest, I'm lazy. So I didn't really want to learn that direct mail. Yeah. Um, not that I'm knocking it. I just didn't have that. I just didn't want to do it. So when I chose a website as my lead source, the next step was I had to I had to figure out how am I going to get people to my website? Yeah, how are you going to get those customers right. to find right. out how you do? And and you do that through what we call SEO, search engine optimization, right? Right, right. Which is like some some mysterious word that I know what it means, but how to do it, I have no idea. But that's what you do. Right, exactly. And I think that's where a lot of us, those that are successful, those that perhaps are another level, we just chose one channel to, if you want to say perfect, um, I try not to be a perfectionist, but mm -hmm. that we just go all in. I'm not one of those guys that I'm kind of scatterbrained. I yeah. want to choose one thing, just like yourself. You know, you took cold calling to the next level. Yeah. And uh, and you mastered that. And then from there, you begin to stack on other marketing. Other type of resources. Right. Yep. Right. So that's really what it was for me with uh, SEO. Now, I didn't really get into the any other source of online marketing, but that's when I began to leverage. When I began to make money, that's when I began to go into pay traffic like pay-per-click. So so in, in layman terms, SEO is an organic way for you to show up on a Google search. So if somebody types, sell my home fast Pittsburgh, you're going to pop up number one, two, or right. three. And now see in Google, the top parts of Google are ads, people right. that are paying for clicks, right? right? Up into the hundreds of dollars, right? I right. do that myself. Right. And then right below that is the organic search. Now, believe it or me, somebody like me that goes on the internet, I ignore ads. Right. I right. scroll right because I'm on the internet so much. I right. scroll right past ads because I know that they're paid and I go to the organic person because I know that they've been there right. and they're trialed and they've been put there for a reason right. versus paying to be there, right? right. So you you specialize in SEO, right? For yourself and for other investors, right? And it's something that I just seriously enjoy. Um, I, I've always considered myself an advocate for mm -hmm. uh, fellow real estate investors because when I first got into this business, uh, there was very few service companies, vendors, whatever you want to call it, that really knew our industry. They still I mean, don't, right? And like even Google, some of you who are doing PPC, perhaps one of the number one rule I give to people is that don't allow Google just to, to run your. PPC campaign because no. they just don't know our industry. Yeah. You know, one word in an ad can change the whole dynamic of who you attract. Mm -hmm. And if you're attracting the wrong people, you're wasting money. You're wasting money. Trust me, many have done it. We are in the master mastermind right now right. that ended uh, yesterday. 
when we stayed over, there was a guy that spent $30,000, $40,000 in PPC and received zero conversion. So it's important to have somebody that can run a campaign to do that. But I want to dive into the SEO. Okay. SEO is not something that you start today and you start getting leads tomorrow, is it? Right. It, it is a uh, patient game. And, and again, one of the mistakes I made, well, I, I will say this, is that when I first got started, I put everything into SEO, mm-hmm. right? So fortunately, I was patient enough to kind of ride that through because yeah. it was the first six months was zero. dry, yeah. zero. I wasn't producing leads. I did produce some through YouTube marketing, which was a little bit easier back mm-hmm. then than it is today. But yeah, you got to be patient with it. So that's why I like your approach. Uh, your mentality is, you know, how do I stack on marketing, right? There's going to be certain type of marketing that can potentially give you quick results, mm-hmm. right? So PPC is one of them, but they're expensive or it can be hit or miss. Right, exactly. So for me, I, I just feel like I used to have this mentality that everyone should do SEO, but um, I've become smart enough to know that different marketings are going to perform better and some marketing is going to perform better above others. Yeah, right. Yeah, some markets are better right. than others with certain types of marketing. Right, right. Because I know I work with clients that we've gotten the best positioning, the best you can get in SEO, but their bandit signs still perform the best, or mm-hmm. they're cold calling, they're killing it. Right. Yeah. So, but that's why that's why marketing is a stacked thing. Like once you get going, you stack on multiple right. things, and then these different lead sources may all bring you in two or three deals a piece. And next thing you know, you're at ten plus deals a month. Because your marketing ideas are stacked on top of each other. Right, right. So I, I will say this, and this is probably going to be funny because it's been kind of my bread and butter, but I will say that SEO should probably be number two mm-hmm. in your marketing. What's number What's number one? Number one, it, it could be cold calling. It, it could be anything. Be door knocking. So you're saying get something with more instantaneous results right. because, right, right now. because SEO is the long-term game. Right. And if you plan on being in this business for a long term, right. not today matters, but this later this right. year or next year matters right. that you're not spending what some of these guys spend ten, twenty thousand dollars a month on pay per click when you just rank naturally right. on those same exact right. words. Right. And I think that's one of the biggest things I always encourage people to do is like really don't be afraid to experiment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now I do believe in focus on maybe one or two things and just go deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you know, don't be afraid to experiment other things. Like for me, I've been a one trick pony for such a long time, but I know if I want to scale my business, I want to grow, I can't do that. Yeah. Right. I got to explore into the things that like you're really good at, which is cold calling and other methods, right? Even I myself have to be open to those new ways. Like you said, sometimes it's easy in our industry to get caught up in a template marketing mentality. Very much so, yeah. Right? Um, You know, we've been told a lot of these gurus will tell you, hey, you need to do this, 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 and this. And they don't really tell you the why. They just tell you to go do it. And what happens is that we, we get caught up in those tasks. And without us thinking, we're not really thinking through that process. You get stuck in a template. Right. And I think that's one thing I love about Max is that we both come into this industry with outside marketing experiences. So Correct. I really believe that's kind of been an advantage because we tend to be a lot more open-minded. We challenge the norm. Yep. Right. Yeah. So let's make a shift from SEO to a lot of people in my in, in Facebook group, YouTube, you know, Instagram, they all talk about virtual wholesaling. Some of them what they consider tough markets and they just decide not to start it. I'm not against starting in another market that's not your own. I would recommend starting in your market so you can learn it highly. But tell me some of the tricks, right? If you had to give me two good tips on how to virtual wholesale, things that you learn now, what would you say, hey, these are the top two or three things that I would prepare myself for when I start virtual wholesaling? Well, I think one of the things is to be prepared to do some work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know virtual wholesaling is, sounds very sexy. It's very appealing. And, and you know what? Here's the thing. Virtual wholesaling can make sense for, for a lot of people who are maybe in that same place I was at, like being in a market like West yeah, Virginia, small right? Small town West Virginia. So- but I think for me, my kind of two rules was um, to go into any market, I have to have MLS access mm-hmm. and also have boots on the ground. Got it. So right. boots on the ground and MLS access. So how did you find 
MLS access in that market that you moved into? So for me, I just went in uh, cold call uh, realtors, mm -hmm. just build relationship and uh, let them know, hey, these are my ambitions. And I was just, uh, I was just honest with and them. And just say just something like, hey, I'm an investor. I live in this market, but I'm looking to invest in this market. Uh, can you give me access to your MLS in some way where I would pay you or get you my listings on my flips or pay you a monthly fee or cover your MLS dues? Something like that. You're offering exchange, right? Absolutely. Because to me, when you try to come into this business and just where you're just taking, taking, taking. You'll be more last long. Yeah, and you won't get anything. No, you're not. Um, one, it's a principle. Mm -hmm. You're going to always reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. So for me, I would try to always find ways to add value. And not everyone may be able to do this. But for me, I offered simple marketing advice to agents mm -hmm. because that's what I did. Generate money for them, yep, right? Exactly. Barter, so, bartering things. Right. So number two was boots on the ground. What did you use for boots on the ground? Did you find actual people? Did you hire third-party companies? So um, really simple hacks. And I think it's a, really simple. Um, I did Craigslist ads. Mm -hmm. And also I went into yard sale groups in mm -hmm. Facebook. Local um, to that market. Yeah. So remember, guys, Facebook is also a search engine. Oh, man. So what you want to do is um, do a local search for every yard sale mm -hmm. uh, group, um, real estate group. Just different industries and just ask. Don't be afraid to ask. Um, mm -hmm. I just ask simple questions. Hey, I'm looking for someone possibly just to take some pictures. And I've been blessed enough to find people who just happen to be, for an example, in, uh, in Pittsburgh, um, I have someone who already works for an institution. Mm -hmm. So he's already on the field. He's, he's bored, right? So get, we give him a couple of bucks. Um, not literally, but, you know, he, he just wanted to be busy. So he goes out, takes pictures, inspects. He's already experienced. So he'll go into a property, 15 minutes max. Boom, he's out. Send, Send your pictures and everything you need to yep. make your decision. Right. And that's awesome. So uh, over the time uh, that you've been virtual wholesale, how many deals remotely uh, do you think you've completed? Oh, man. Um, I probably yeah. only can break it down in, in uh, month, uh, just monthly. I would yeah. say we average anywhere from five five to ten virtually. Um, virtually. Right. That's that's excellent. That's right. I mean, I, that's that's real good. Yeah. So I will say this is that uh, one of the things my mentality is, is and, and, and I'll admit I may be leaving money on the table, but- I never look for home runs. It's mm -hmm. just all singles, doubles, keep my buyers they, happy. They add up. They yeah. add up. They right. add up very well. And then the home run comes along just, just by default. Right. And then here's the beauty of it. My spreads may not be very low, but I'm putting very little input into yeah. it. That allows me to have the time that I do with Carrot and some other stuff that I'm doing at the moment. So I know that you help people with their SEO, but I want you to give away three quick tips uh, before we wrap this up on how someone, if they want to take the task on themselves, on things that they should be working on. Like say they get a carrot website, right? They go out by the carrot website, say they get the basic package for 50 bucks, they got one website. What are things that they, they should do to help rank their website in their local market? Just three simple tips. Absolutely, I think the first and simplest is get a carrot site. And okay. I'm, I'm very biased to carrot because it's quick deployment. Mm -hmm. it's, not about, it's, it's not about carrot. And the cool thing is that they've already implemented a good chunk of the on-page optimization, which mm -hmm. means the optimization that you do on the website, mm -hmm. right? So 80% of that's already been done for you. Mm -hmm. And they provide excellent training, resources, the weekly coaching calls. Coaching calls. calls. We, just, we just did one uh, about an hour ago. And uh, so that will give you a quick start because a lot of times when you begin to build out your own website, man, you, you're just so much time involved. It's just not worth it. You, not, you, get, you get someone else to build this website. This person may be great at a technical task, but not SEO. Mm -hmm. You just eliminate all that stuff. Yeah. So get Carrot, uh, follow their training. And really, I think the next thing is just, first of all, decide, are you all in of you doing your, your own SEO? Yeah. I see so many investors procrastinate. And really, it's all marketing, yeah. not just SEO, right? Really just be super real and say, you know what? I'm going to commit to this. Again, back to Carrot. They have a training called Three Leap Per Day Training. They'll walk you through step by step 
on what you need to do on a daily basis. Because SEO is a complex process. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have to be a techie to do it. We got uh, 60, 70-year-old ladies in Texas who are twins that are implementing SEO. So they made me a believer that if they can do it, you can do it. You just yeah. got to just put in the work. Okay. So if you're, wor- if you're working a hard, um, full-time job, spend time with the family. If you're a family guy, get back on, on the computer at 9 o'clock to midnight. Get that stuff done. Yeah. Make it happen. Just got to be consistent with it. So what's your third tip on if you're taking on your own SEO? Give them a tip. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's all about making Google happy. Don't, uh, man, uh, that, 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 that's what do you really mean? complex. Yeah, yeah, I know. But what do you mean by making Google happy? Like, uh, I, I know one thing myself is like having the same phone number on all your citations. Like, like. Right, right. Okay. So so that, that that's a quick one. So one of the things I always encourage people is verify or have your business verify with Google. Right. That's easy. That, that's easy. I mean, that's a low hanging fruit. Everyone can do that. And a lot of people don't. So that, that's, that's a great tip. So what I would say, you're, you're right. Verify your business with Google. If you don't know what it is, I think it's google.com slash business or just type verify my business with Google and it's going to pop up. Verify your company name. Make sure you have the right number on there. The same number that's on your website. Yep. Right. And make yep. sure if you are, if you do have your business listed anywhere else, it's the same that you have on your Google verified right. website. Facebook right. page, right? all that stuff like right. that. So that's a good tip. Yeah. So to me, it's, when I say have Google trust you, is that in order f- for Google to trust you, you got to provide them consistent information. About your business. About who you are. Same right. phone number, same, same website. Same address. Same address. Right. Across. So because right. they're going to go out and verify it on Yellow Pages, on XYZ, all these other places. Right. And here's a crazy quick analogy is pretend that you're trying to date Google's daughter, mm-hmm. right? The daughter's the, the search engine. And Google was going to check your credit report. Mm-hmm. You think Google's going to let you date the daughter if you have, if you've been working here, 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 and there, like there's five so different many, addresses, five different addresses, five different websites. But on the opposite end, what if Google found that your information was consistent, consistent across all, all platforms? The board? They're, they're probably going to say, all right. That's perfect. That's yeah, perfect. So. so that's that's some quick ticks about SEO. I appreciate you coming on. But before we go, tell us a little bit about your company, what your company does and what you does, what you do and how we can find you. Yeah, so I'm out of Wilmington, North Carolina. So uh, anybody in that area, please reach out to me and connect with me. I'm with Investor Care. That's where the, the majority of my time is spent right now. So reach out to me. My email is adrian at chiefres.com, chief, C-H-I-E-F-R-E-S.com. And uh, if you guys have any questions, let me know you're with uh, Max's uh, group or you heard this on Max's podcast. We'd love to deploy some some simple tips to you. If that's something that you want to go on, i will be more than willing to bring Are, are you on value. Instagram? I am on Instagram. Thank you. Follow the Adrian Nez, T-H-E underscore Adrian, A-D-R-I-A-N underscore Nez, N-E-Z. And you can also find me on Facebook. Awesome. So if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes or any other platform, I'm going to put all of that information in the show notes below. And if you're on YouTube, you know where to go right below. Click on that. Make sure you follow Adrian Nez, the chief, I call him. <laughs> Full native guy out here kicking butt in real estate, doing it virtually. And it's always a pleasure speaking with you, man. I'm glad uh, I could finally share you with my audience. Uh, thank you, man. And uh, guys, I uh, love what Max says. You guys are only one deal away. One deal away. And and, and he means it, man. He means it. I see this guy behind the scenes and uh, he, he definitely cares for his audience. So. Awesome. Appreciate you so much, Adrian. Thank you. I'll see you next time, brother. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Wholesaling Houses Elite Podcast with Max Maxwell. Make sure to tune in next week to see what elite wholesaler will have in the hot seat. Thank you.